Hello adventure seekers! Welcome to another exciting episode on the Backpack Diaries. I'm Ifra, your 15-year-old host who's always on the move, exploring new places and vlogging every step of the way. Today, we have the pleasure of diving into the adventurous world of Seda from Live for Adventure on Instagram. She's a remarkable individual whose journey is a blend of travel, hiking, camping, fitness, and the pursuit of personal passions. So buckle up, fellow explorers, as we dive into the backpack of Seda's adventures. Seda, it's awesome to have you. Welcome aboard. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It is actually my pleasure. So I must say before we move on, um, so when you first invited me, I downloaded Spotify and I started listening to your podcast. And I must say, I am very impressed. Thank you so much. <laughs> so for those tuning in who might not know you yet, would you mind sharing a bit about yourself? Of course. Um, my full name is Sadar Tatley. I am 45 years old, married. I have two children who are 21 and 18. Um, I was born in Turkey and grew up in Turkey. I immigrated to Australia in 2000. So I created my Instagram account, account in 2014, but back then it was just a private account where I shared my photos with only family and friends, no one else, oh, yeah. like literally only the people that I knew. And in 2021, um, or maybe towards the end of 2020, I made it public and then I, where, when I started sharing my adventures during uh, the pandemic. Um, so we were lucky enough to spend the whole lockdown in the Grampians where we were uh, renovating our house. And um, because regional Victoria back then uh, was in stage three lockdowns so it wasn't as strict as um, Melbourne, Greater Melbourne um, so we were um, allowed to hike, do our hikes and be yeah. outdoors and yeah. Um, yeah so and I started sharing my adventures. Yeah that sounds amazing and I'm really curious about your career journey because you started with teaching but then you transitioned into interpreting so can you take us through how that decision came about what sparked your interest in interpreting? Okay, uh, so um, I was um, I'm 19 or 18. I don't remember exactly. That was too long ago. <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, be, uh, being in Turkey and coming from a traditional, um, like, you know, family background, um, I wasn't allowed to study in another city. So, and in the city where I lived, there was only one uni back then, university, and they oh. didn't have a um, interpreting and translating degree. And that's what I always wanted to do um, when I was young. So my parents kind of influenced me to uh, pick teaching because they said, oh, it's the best occupation for a female. You know, you know, it's, I think, um, I mean, the mentality has changed uh, right now, oh, yeah. which is great. Yeah. And yeah, so that's, um, that's how I picked teaching. I mean, I had to, I didn't have any other choice. Um, but after like immigrating to Australia, I decided that, yep, that's not what I want to do. Uh, and then I started my family. Um, yeah. I was really young then. 
like I was looking after my children and after they both started primary school, I decided to um, do study in, uh, English for further study at RMIT. So around that time, um, I needed to go to a hearing um, at a court and uh, for this person who couldn't speak English and I saw a Turkish interpreter oh. and I said, yes, this is what I want to do. And um, I studied um, interpreting and translating at RMIT and then how I became an interpreter, which I love doing right now. And at the moment I am working part-time. I used to work full-time, but now part-time at um, a major public hospital as a specialist health interpreter. Wow, that's, that's so cool. And so with a part-time job, psychology studies and an active lifestyle, Time management must be crucial. So can you share some practical tips or habits that help you balance these different aspects of your life effectively? Yeah, so, um, yeah, well, like, you know, I forgot to mention I also studied psychology. So, um, well, after I started working part-time, like, I started, um, you know, enjoying my life a bit more. And then I said to myself, you know what, I might actually change my career. So I started, um... So studying psychology. Um, so obviously working at a part-time job, studying, family life, and when like you know spare, sparing time for friends and doing all the things that I love. I need to have really good time management skills. So for that, like I'm, I'm an old school person. I'm 45, right? I still yeah. write things down. So I, <laughs> I make myself a nice timetable. But yeah, that's what I do. And especially, um, like, you know, if you want to do things, uh, the most important thing is to make time, create time. So for example, if like I, um, I would love to keep having this bond and keep this bond with my family and friends. So I make time to spend time with them and, um, I make time for, working because that's how I fund my uh, lifestyle and I if I want to change which I want to change my career or like you know uh, improve myself then I need to make time for study I mean it sounds very uh, simple but it's actually hard yeah. <laughs> and it can be stressful because then you want to do everything you want to be like you know perfect at everything and achieve everything it can get really stressful um, but it's also rewarding. Yeah, absolutely. So now a bit to the travel side. Uluru was your first major solo trip, which sounds so exciting. So can you share a specific moment from that journey that stands out for you, where you felt the most empowered or connected to that experience? Yeah, like the whole trip was um, very special. The landscape is amazing. When you go to Uluru and see Uluru, the feeling that you get, the spiritual connection you get, doesn't matter what kind of background, cultural background you come from, you yeah. feel it. And I haven't heard anybody said otherwise. That is special. But um, like in terms of my personal experience, I think traveling in a remote area like that was amazing by myself. Like, as I said, coming from a traditional background, I always see, like, you know, as a woman, oh, like, are you sure that's dangerous? Don't do that. Like, you know, you make sure you have yeah. someone with you. But be like, you know, managing that and traveling by myself in that remote area was amazing. Especially not from like where, where uh, like, 
like I stayed in Ulara and from Ulara to Uluru it's only half an hour. It's, oh. It wasn't that long, yeah. But uh, also, like, you know, to Katajuta when I was traveling there, it was like 50 kilometers, I think. So it was fine. But the most challenging one for me was uh, when I was traveling to Kings Canyon from Ulara. And so I, when I got there, I hired a car. So that's how I was traveling. So it was 300 kilometers and only two petrol stations. That's it. Nothing else. And when you're driving there, you don't see many, like, many cars. There was one point, like for about two hours, I did not see a soul, no cars, no one. I was like checking my petrol constantly, checking my, um, uh, like, you know, uh, the speeder gauge and everything. Like, you know, is the car, like, car overheated? Do I have enough petrol? Like panicking. Yeah. But um, obviously, you know, for someone who's doing that kind of stuff, it's not that challenging. But for me, it was really challenging but I am so happy and I'm actually I actually I am proud of myself that I did it yeah absolutely you should be and camping appears to be a significant part of your outdoor experiences so could you take us back to one of your favorite camping memories and what made that particular camping experience stand out for you my one of my camping my favorite camping memories like I have two first one was uh, this year, beginning of this year, when we traveled as a family, the whole family, like I'm talking about my, like my little family, my husband, uh, my brother-in-law and his family and uh, my husband's nephew and his family. So we all traveled to South Australia, we went to Beachport and uh, Rope. And um, so that was a very special uh, camping trip because we had like as a family we're very close but also in that during that trip like you know the bond that we shared was like it was really nice and i got to do beach driving yeah i drove on the sand which was really good i mean initially i bought my car not for camping but like for to go off-roading and um like uh, driving on the sand is one of the things that i wanted to do a lot and i got to do that and that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And so for someone considering their first camping trip, what essential items do you recommend they pack to ensure a comfortable and enjoyable experience? You know, um, so like the key to a successful first camping trip is preparation. And also like, you know, you need to tailor this to your specific needs and the details of your trip. Um, like, you know, for me, because like I always camp with my, um, like car, so like depending on what type of camping you, you are doing, but like, you know, the, obviously like, you know, the things are like the general things are a tent, a sleeping bag, sleeping pad or mattress, a backpack, mm. um, a camp stove and fuel, like, you know, could be uh, firewood or, um, like a gas bottle, cooking ware, utensils, food and snack, of course, water. And um, if you're camping by, um, like, you know, by water, uh, filtration you can take, clothing, not too much. That's a mistake I do all the time, I think, (laughs) clothing. First aid kit is a must. Um, Lighting, like, could be a headlamp, torch, Navigating tools, um, a map or a compass, GPS device, um, like multi-tool or a knife, 
Sun protection, definitely insect repellent. That's a that's a must. Yes. Definitely. Yes, and personal hygiene items, um, crash bags, and emergency whistle and fire starters. Yeah, those are all really important. And what are your top three tips for someone looking to create the perfect campsite? Um, so three tips. Okay, choosing the right location. Yeah. Yeah. Practicing. This is very important, and that frustrates me a lot. Leaving no trace. Oh please, yes. Please. When I like recently, um, we went camping again. It was off. It was a off grid. It was off grid camping. Right. Yeah. It was in the middle of a forest. It was a beautiful place, but it was a camping site, and I saw rubbish there. Like if people drank and left their cans, their、uh, milk cartons. I mean, come on, you should not do that. People be more mindful. We、yeah. have some more respect.、Um, and organizing、um, and optimizing your campsite, I should say.、Um, for example, like you know, separate your sleeping area and cooking area, and where you store your、uh, food, that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm super curious. Do you have like a go-to camping recipe that never fails to satisfy after a day of outdoor adventures? I mean, as I said,、um, I'm Turkish, and our barbecues are very famous. Yeah. So you know, nice like、um, probably I would say like a nice、um, fatty lamb minced with a little bit of、uh, paprika, some salt, and a little bit of like finely diced capsicum,、Ooh. and some nice flatbread and Turkish style onion salad with some sumac and parsley and some lemon. That sounds、Never. delicious. <laughs> And you also love fitness. So, for someone looking to switch to a more active lifestyle like you, what small actionable step would you recommend they take first? Ah,、uh, like the key to transitioning to an active lifestyle is consistency and patience. Yeah. And it's all about making small changes. Um, for example, um. You can start with short walks. If you're not active at all, you can start with short walks. Like incorporate physical activity into daily routine. For example, at the hospital, I do not use、um, lift at all. I like because being an interpreter, I work everywhere. Like I go to ICU, emergency,、um, the patients' clinic, all the wards, and our hospital is like nine levels. And I take stairs, so you can,、yeah. like, you know, you can introduce like in you know, a physical and activity, or like you know, set realistic goals, small goals that you can achieve. Try different types of exercises. Usual、um, use, use technology, for example, you know those fitness trackers, or if you have a smart uh, watch, uh, you can download fitness apps on it and、yeah. count your ste- steps. And when that happens, like you know, most of the time when you reach that small goal, you feel more、uh, motivated, and、yeah. you can then you can set your goal higher. Do you understand what I mean?、You're、yeah. Create a routine. That is very important. Creating a routine. And、yeah. um, joining a group or a class,、uh, make things fun. That is the most important thing because if you are bored with what you're doing, you cannot achieve anything. So you have to make it fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And can you share a travel destination that, against initial expectations, completely stole your heart? Hmm. So、um, this year in April. 
I, again, wanted to go, like, I love camping by the water. Yeah. That's my thing. I just love that. I love the sound of the water and, um, like, you know, it calms me down. So I wanted to go to this place called Rocklands Reservoir. It's in the southern Grampians. Oh. And, like, I was expecting, like, a nice yeah, lake, yeah, you know, usual, your usual lake and trees and that. But, so when we got there, it was beautiful, no doubt. But in the morning... I had the most amazing sunrise I've ever seen in my life. Oh my and actually, I have a reel of it too. Um, so um, that, I, I can never forget that scene at all. So that um, has a very special um, place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, sunrises are amazing. And I'm also curious, What's your favorite travel hack or tip that makes your journeys more enjoyable or efficient? Um, I'm thinking, um, like, there's nothing specific. I don't have one. <laughs> Apart from, like, you know, I, um, like, you know, uh, I actually shared a story today. Somebody tagged me, uh, like, you know, six facts about yourself. So, like, I love talking to myself. I know it sounds a bit weird. So when I'm, on a, when I'm driving, if, I, if it's a long drive, I talk to myself and time passes and I sing. I love singing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah, like, there's... That, that's all really there's nothing um like you know a specific hack or i just i'm a very spontaneous person like you know i don't plan things um oh. and my friends and family they know i have actually achieved the most amazing things in my life with being spontaneous wow yeah and Sarah, let's wrap up with a fun question mm -hmm. So if you could magically transport your entire family, including yourself, to any dream destination for a week-long adventure, where would it be and what would be the first activity on your family's itinerary? Okay, I would love to take my family to Turkey. Oh, yeah? Because my, my, kids have, they, my kids have been there, but they were really young. But now they're old enough. 21 and 18 <laughs> old enough to understand the history yeah. and the heritage so i would love them to, i would love to take them to turkey and um i would take him to gallipoli and oh. um see the memorial yeah that sounds exciting mm -hmm. hopefully yeah. you get to do that hopefully <laughs> and that's pretty much it for this episode everyone so today's episode truly took us on a fascinating journey. Seda, a heartfelt thank you for being an incredible guest on the Backpack Diaries and for sharing your incredible travel tales, insights and passions. No, thank you. It has been my pleasure. And I'd like to say like, I, this is the first time I've ever shared um, like personal information about myself uh, on yeah. a social media platform or like something public, I should say. <laughs> but thank you. It has been my pleasure. Thank you. And to everyone tuning in, make sure to check out Seda's page, Live for Adventure, on Instagram for more inspiring travel stories, camping, hiking, and fitness-related content. And hey, if you had a good time with us today on the Backpack Diaries, I'd love to hear from you. A review would be awesome. Until our next adventure, keep those backpacks packed and those diaries updated. Safe travels and goodbye!